you ever wonder how it was possible that Yaakov's ten sons didn't recognize their little brother Yosef as he sat upon the throne in Egypt? Welcome to the Transformative Duck. My name is Rabbi Daniel Frieden. Today we are on page 27 of Ksubis and we learn that every individual you encounter has the potential for greatness. It's our choice whether to recognize that and help them to accomplish their ultimate divine mission on earth. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. Kalba Savur was one of the wealthiest men in ancient Israel. When the Romans besieged Jerusalem, he was one of the three generous individuals who prepared storehouses of supplies to sustain the city for 21 years. He was nicknamed Kalba Savur, the satisfied dog, because whoever came into his house ravenous like a dog left satisfied after being properly served and nourished. His daughter Rachel once wandered out into his field where she met a shepherd named Akiva, and they decided to get married. When Kalbasavua heard about their betrothal, he took a vow prohibiting her from partaking of any of his property and wealth. Despite his, in effect, having disowned her, she married Akiva. In the winter, they would sleep in a storehouse of straw, and Akiva would pick out pieces of straw from her hair. He said to her, if I had the means, I would place on your head a golden Jerusalem tiara. Eliyahu Hanavi came and appeared to them as a regular person and started calling and knocking on the door. He said to them, please give me a bit of straw as my wife gave birth and I don't have anything on which to lay her. Akiva said to his wife, see this man who doesn't even have straw. We should be happy with our lot for at least we have straw to sleep on. She said to him, Go and be a student of Torah. He went and studied Torah for 12 years before Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. At the completion of the 12 years, he was coming home when he heard from behind his house a wicked person saying to his wife, Your father behaved well to you. He was right to disinherit you. Your husband is not suitable for you. What's more, he has left you in widowhood during his lifetime all these years. Rachel replied, if he would heed me, I'd tell him to be there for a further twelve years. Rebbe Kiva said to himself, Since she has given me permission, I shall return and resume my learning. He turned back and went to the study hall, and he was there for another twelve years. Eventually he came back accompanied by twenty-four thousand pairs of students. By then he was a famous rabbi, and everyone came out to greet him. Rachel too arose to greet him. Seeing her rags, the wicked man said to her, where are you going dressed like that? She replied, Akiva knows that I am in this state as a result of my dedication to him. She came to present herself before Rebbe Akiva, but the sages tried to fend her off as they were unaware of her identity. He said to them, allow her, both my Torah knowledge and yours belong to her. When Kalbasavua heard that the famous man was his son-in-law, he came before the authorities and requested the dissolution of his vow. And it was dissolved. Let's look at today's Gemara. It is written, and Yosef recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. This teaches that he departed without a full beard, but came to meet them with a full beard. Let's analyze the Gemara. After two decades apart, one day Yosef's brothers appear in Egypt seeking sustenance. Yosef recognizes them immediately. After all, they hadn't changed much. When they sold him into slavery, most of them were already adults. But Yosef looked very different. No longer a young lad, he was now a middle-aged man, his age accentuated by his full beard. For the last century or so, beards were out of style. Now they seem to be making a comeback. But let's be honest, not seeing your friend for a while and then seeing him with a full beard surely shouldn't be the cause for not recognizing him. 
Why did the brothers fail to notice who was standing in front of them? The Ma'ov Shemesh explains that a tzaddik, a righteous man, is never static in his spiritual growth. Constantly moving from one level of sanctity to the next, he becomes almost unrecognizable compared to his former self. The beard, he notes, is a reference to the 13 Tikkune Dikna. These are supernal emanations of the divine that correspond to the 13 attributes of mercy. According to Kabbalistic thought, one draws down divine mercy through the medium of the beard. That's why Hasidim don't even so much as trim their beards. Yosef's beard represented his constant spiritual growth, says the Ma'or which contrasted with his brothers who had stagnated. That's why they didn't recognize him. His spiritual stature was now so advanced that it was way beyond their ability to perceive. Ironically, according to Ramban, the reason they didn't recognize him was that it didn't occur to them that little Yosef should ever become the ruler of Egypt. Even though the viceroy sitting on the throne before them might have exhibited a striking resemblance to their long-lost brother, they quickly dismissed the ridiculous thought from their minds. After all, Yosef was just the immature nuisance of a dreamer who would never amount to anything in their estimation. How wrong they were. Benazai teaches, do not despise any man and do not be dismissive of anything, for there is no man who does not have his time and there is no thing that does not have its place. Every person in this world and every item in this world was placed here intentionally by the Almighty. Each person has a unique mission to fulfill that cannot be fulfilled by anybody else. Think about the following scenario. You meet someone on a special mission from the president. How would you treat him? Undoubtedly with respect and reverence. That needs to be our attitude toward every single human being. If any individual were not needed for a specific divine task, he wouldn't be brought down into this world. He might not yet know how to accomplish his purpose. Right now, he might seem to be a lowly shepherd boy or an immature dreamer. But he could very well one day reach his potential of becoming Rabbi Akiva Ben Yosef. When that happens, if you've encouraged him along his journey, you'll be there alongside him as he fulfills his mission. If you were dismissive of him, you probably won't even recognize him when he shoots to stardom, because he's reached dazzling heights unimaginable to you. Every person you encounter, ask yourself, how can I have a part in bringing out the very best in this individual? Teachers have the great merit of engaging in this activity on a daily basis, but every one of us has the ability to assist in propelling others to greatness. All you need to do is constantly ask yourself how you can utilize your resources, your wisdom, your connections, your financial wherewithal to help others achieve success. May Hashem bless you with abundant resources to bless others with success, wishing you a transformative day. Oh,